Hello, everybody, and welcome back into Talk Off. It is Tuesday, March 14th, and it was a busy weekend in the world of sports. There was golf, baseball, basketball. It's March Madness time. It's World Baseball Classic time. It's time for everything. I was pretty busy, pretty busy watching sports. I was watching sports all weekend. I don't, you, you I, my eyes were glued. Being, you, you made fun of me for being dialed into the players on Saturday. No, 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 no. There's a difference between me making fun of you for being dialed into the players and me making fun of you for being dialed into the players instead of the World Baseball Classic, which was phenomenal. Right, but was there was there a lot of World Baseball Classic on during the day? I feel like that's been you missed mainly the, happening at night. It was the Mexico-Columbia game that I was trying to talk to you about, and you said, oh, it was dialed into the players all day. It's Saturday. It doesn't matter till Sunday, and especially doesn't matter when Scotty Scheffler's playing because he's the greatest golfer ever. Yeah, it's him and Rom are 1A and 1B right now in the world of golf. It's crazy. He fucking dominated this weekend. It, it, it was like yeah, something I've he, never seen. I started watching on Sunday, and then as – he was through five holes, and I was like, "This is stupid." He's got this in the bag. Yeah, honestly, once he took a once um, Lee let go of the lead, I want to say it was on the seventeenth or eighteenth hole on Saturday when they were wrapping up. It's just like the, he had no shot of taking it away from Scotty. Nobody did after Saturday at evening. Nobody was going to touch Scotty. It was incredible. We also just saw incredible golf. Like Terrell Hatton set the back nine record. We saw uh, Tom Hoagie set the course record. Jordan Spieth fucking hit a guy in the head. I did not see that. Did you you hear about this? I did not. Jordan, this was on Friday afternoon. Jordan was outside of the cut line, and he was playing the par 5 14th, I want to say. 14, 15, I think, no, I'm sorry. It might be 15 or 13. It's one of the holes in the back nine, but uh, he pulled his, he pulled his, or actually his, his drive bled out right. It ended up hitting a spectator and it bounced back into the fairway. The the shot was going out of bounds. And because that guy, because they, they, it bounced off the guy, went into the fairway. Jordan was able to make a birdie or an eagle on that hole. And he made the weekend because of that. Shout out that guy. That's that's a real homie. Three holes in ones on seventeen, which is there's never been multiple holes in ones on seventeen at Sawgrass in one year. It was craziness this weekend. It was it fun really golf. was. Great golf. Scotty Scheffler's amazing. And to make the weekend even better, World Baseball Classic. No, to make the was... world to, to make to make the weekend even worse, the USA sucks. Okay. We're not going to talk about the USA yet. We're going to get into the USA. Don't worry. I don't want to start off there. Let's talk about the positives of the World Baseball Classic. It's a phenomenal atmosphere. The DR versus Venezuela game. Miami looks like the most fun on the planet. Like, why can't I be there? It's incredible. The Dominican-Venezuela game was sold out. They had noisemakers going. It was fucking incredible. And we've seen some upsets, too. I mean, the Czech... You know, they're out of the tournament now, but they got to win. Nobody thought they were going to come close to winning a game. They got to win. All those accountants, they did it. Great Britain, as we're talking, just beat Colombia. They get their win, and they stuck around when they played the U.S. There's been some surprises in the World Baseball Classic. 
Pool A and Pool B are all wrapped up, so we're just yeah. waiting on the American side of the pools. And Chris, I wanna I wanna check out our picks because out of Pool A, I had the Netherlands and Italy coming out. The Netherlands did not make it, but my runner up in Italy was right. Yeah, I had Italy making it out as well. Before, can we talk about Pool B for a second? Because I'm looking at this now. How about Korea beating China today, 22 to two? I know, incredible. Holy shit! What a China! I mean, 0 and four. Come on, dude. Make it a little competitive for yourselves. Yes, China. China Did they even? I mean, like, what was the point gonna of them good. even showing? We knew up they weren't at this rate uh, for fun. I guess if you call that fun. Maybe they had a little fun. Doubt it. Uh, yeah, but Cuba looks like so. Cuba, Cuba moves on. And Italy moves on. Uh, Japan and Australia. Australia is a um, is a fun team to move on. It's a, I'm, I said this last podcast. Gritty team. That's just a gritty the mates. team. The fucking mates, dude. And they're they're gonna have they're gonna so have so much shrimp on that Barbie. In the first round of the quarterfinal, they're going to have Cuba. That's a game they can win. Yeah, this is true. I'm also kind of sad that like the substitute teachers and like accountants of the Czech Republic didn't make make it through. But there was that we, one guy who did hit a tank. We knew that we knew they weren't going to make it through. No, but there was we did but, get Czech Republic tank though one time. That's true. That's true. That was cool to see. They were just happy to get a win. They were happy to be there. I mean, as they should be. They're not like. I mean, are they professional baseball players? I don't really know. No, no, no. they're not. That like, was there's their no whole Czech thing. Republic League. No, they are not professional players. Interesting. But, but they, they made. made I mean, they qualified. <laughs> That's right, and they won a game. Damn right they did. That's so much respect. Yeah, there was big drama in Pool A. Big mm-hmm. drama as everyone in Pool A going two for two and two. Which is unheard of, and it comes down to run differential. After that, Cuba and Italy just just get away with it. I, I there's got to be a better way to do this where everyone can't go two and two. Uh, well, I mean, the fact that it's round robin and there's five teams. Uh, excuse me. Uh, no, yeah, five teams. Uh, it, it's just the nature of it. Everyone can go two and two. I know it's just like annoying. Well. I mean, maybe you can make the argument of taking away or adding a team. Idea. Okay. If everyone goes two and two, home run derby to see who goes. But no, no, no. What do you think? Bunting contest. No, because nobody wants to watch a bunting contest. Looks like the most electric thing. The, the Japanese league does it. Okay. Congrats for the Japanese league. But it looks so home cool. Run, they also do a home run derby. Yeah, chicks take the long ball. Everyone does. I think that would be sick. Home run derby to see who goes. And I think the Netherlands would have won that. Why did the Netherlands hit tank? tanks? Excuse me. I mean, Xander Bogart, Steve Gregorius. All right, all right. Jerickson Profar. Exactly. He hit a tank this year. Yeah. So let, let, let's 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 talk about the the two pools that are still underway pool c and pool d pool d as we're recording right now is 
ready is get there's one matchup happening actually just starting uh Israel and Puerto Rico I'm assuming I mean Israel is 1 and 0 did Puerto Rico 1 and 1 this this pool could get really interesting really fast if Israel can upset Puerto Rico tonight it that's you're absolutely right and that's because Puerto Rico they're struggling because of their pitching. I mean, Jose Barrios got tossed around yesterday by Venezuela. So, I mean, if Israel can sneak out a couple wins, they could surprise some people. Venezuela is dominating this pool as it as we record right now. They're 2-0, and and they beat the two toughest teams in their pool already. They handled the Dominican, and then they go out yesterday and they beat Puerto Rico, and they beat them good too. They hit... Like nobody else, Pablo Lopez threw great the other day. Martin Perez threw great in their first game against the Dominican. And this team looks unstoppable. They look like the only team that could put up a fight against the Japanese team right now. Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, once pool play is over and we and we get, uh, I don't even know what the fuck the next round is called. What do you call it? The quarterfinal? Sure. Once we get into the quarterfinal rounds, then uh, then it'll be interesting to see how pitching takes how managers take pitching into account. Because at this rate, like I haven't been really impressed with the way any of the teams that I've watched have handled pitching. Because it just seems like every game I watch, pitchers are getting rocked. Yeah, I, I've noticed that too. There's a lot of hitting, uh, definitely a lot of hitting early in games. I feel like I've seen a run scored in every first inning, which is something you don't always see. I don't know what's going on with the pitchers. Maybe it's just because, you know, it's the beginning of the season for all of them. And, you know, a lot of guys are just not in, you know, midseason form. I don't really know because you've seen a lot of guys go out there and just get rocked immediately. And it's guys like big names that that should be very good. You know, Cal Quantrill the other day got rocked for Team Canada, couldn't make it out of the first inning. You saw a couple guys for the U.S. get rocked. And Jose Barrios, too, a guy who we've been talking about, if he's good this year, Toronto's going to be incredible, and Toronto needs him to be good this year. And yeah, he, he goes out good. there. I mean, he looked bad. He, he looked, looked bad. bad. Leaving th- he's just leaving balls right over the middle of the plate, which was what his problem was last year. It wasn't command. It wasn't that his stuff wasn't great. It's just he's leaving everything over the middle of the plate. Right. And he's getting hammered for it. So Yeah, it wasn't great. If we want to talk about – what doesn't look great. And I know this was a hot topic for a lot of people coming into this tournament was this tournament was supposed to be kind of a trial run for Mark DeRosa as a major league manager. And it has not gotten off to a hot start. Absolutely not. In my opinion, he's doing a terrible job. And if he wants to be a manager, he's, he's doing a really bad job at auditioning. Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, considering the fact that you have, the deepest lineup in the tournament, one through nine, deepest bench. And we're talking about a team who probably has minor league pitching right now to back up the probably the, the best hitting. You could argue that these are some of the best lineups that we've put out as Team USA in the history of this tournament. You absolutely could say that they're not hitting like it, but no, but but I the mean, name wise and yeah. at like that and talent wise, absolutely. 
They're not hitting like it, though, and Team USA is struggling and they're scaring the absolute shit out of me. They're lost last night to getting, Team Mexico. They didn't just lose last night to Team Mexico either. They got annihilated. There was, was no point in that game where I thought Team USA could have come close to winning. It, they, I mean, they never really looked like they had any momentum going into that game. It almost feels like, like especially for the, the game against Great Britain, yeah, they won, but it, it never really felt like there was there was a rally or there was never any sense of urgency on the bench or anywhere around that team that we should start hitting the shit out of the ball. I couldn't agree with you more. They, they, they just didn't... I don't see them playing with the same intensity as as these other teams, and I don't necessarily like, think they want it that bad. To be honest with it, you, that's what it looks like to me, and and it's sad, honestly, to look at it. All they talk about, they talk like that. Oh, we want this so bad. We want this so bad. You know, Mike Trout's talking, Pete Alonso, whatever. They're not showing it though. They just look like they're out there playing game seventy two in a one sixty two season, and they're just trying to get through, like. This is the World Baseball Classic. Maybe they just thought they would be able to cruise through pool play and get to the quarterfinals and then maybe turn it on. But when you have teams out there, these these aren't teams in their pool, but when you have teams out there like Team Venezuela and the Dominican and Puerto Rico even, Team Japan, these teams that you can tell this means so much to them and this is the biggest stage that they want to be on and they actually want to win. I don't get that from Team U.S., no, they don't. Absolutely, they not. don't look like they want to be there. They don't really look like they care that much, and it's it's very, very, very sad. And they can't hit. Yeah, and or pitch, and and or field apparently. No, McNeil just fucking it's, McNeil it's, can't catch that ball. No. Arenado, the play down the foul, like Arenado makes that play nine nine point nine times out of ten. He couldn't make that. McNeil the fly ball, and then he spikes I mean, it in the essentially, ground. I like, mean, that was a great play, but... I mean, the good news for the U.S. is... Let's look at it this way. The U.K. is winning right now. Actually, they just they just won. They just that's, won. That, that's, that's huge to make it out of Pool C. So now that, that helps the U.S. a lot. They can't Mexico, drop another game. Like, like they Mexico can't drop another probably, game. That, that Mexico game is probably going to be the toughest competition they face in this pool. It most likely will be, and and we knew that going in. Mm. But if that's how they face the toughest toughest competition just in their pool. Well, they're going to get knocked out in, in the quarterfinals. I mean, the quarterfinal, they're going to either have to play Venezuela, most likely either Venezuela or or the Dominican. It's looking like it's going to be the Dominican. If they have to play the Dominican in the quarterfinal, they're getting bounced. If they're doing it the way they're, if they're playing the way they are now, they're getting bounced. I mean, I was watching. They're not pitching well. They're not hitting well. And Marta Rosa is not doing, in my opinion, is not doing a good job at managing the team. He's not managing the pitching well. I don't know why Nick Martinez is starting game two. Brady Singer is a starting pitcher. Nick Martinez is a starting pitcher that has so much relief experience. The Padres didn't know if last year if they wanted to use him as a starter or in in the bullpen. Why would you start him over the pure starter in Brady Singer? And then he brings Singer in in the fourth and he struggles. And it could yeah, be anything, no, I mean, but it, it definitely could be that he wasn't out there in the first inning like he's normally used to. And Nick Martinez has pitched in the relief role 
in the past, I don't understand what the idea was to go with Martinez. I'm sure somebody asked him a question about it, and I would love to hear what the answer was. Yeah, it almost seems like DeRosa's kind of overmanaging this team at this rate. Like, dude, you have – I know the pitching isn't where it should be considering who we could possibly have on this uh, on this roster for, for some arms. Like, it could be pretty scary who we could pull for the U.S., but – at the end of the day, like you still have very good pitchers from a, from a pro level. Like, look at teams that are winning games out there. Like, I know I know some of the pools are obviously you can't compare, you know, pool C to pool A, but I would I would classify our pitching a lot better than Team Italy's. And yeah, hundred percent. Not not saying that they had to go up and face the toughest challenges in the world, but. At the end of the day, like Mexico is about as difficult as it's going to get for us, in, the, in at least in pool play. It is. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a really telling sign tonight when we play Canada if the pitching is able to hold on, because <coughs> that's honestly well, what the, the rest of this tournament is going to come down to. Is I mean, I'm sure eventually the hitting is going to come around, but that's what we're pitching, hoping for. Is the pitching going to hold on? Yeah, and, and the pitching is what we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, weeks and it's was the pitching is going to struggle. They're going to struggle with the pitching and the pitching and the pitching. Little did we know we had to worry about the fucking hitting. I mean, what the hell are they doing out there? I Patrick Sandoval, who started for the for Team Mexico yesterday against the U.S. the The guy looked like Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, I I, I was so confused. I mean, fired up to play the U.S. dude. It was like, and no one's probably was, fired up on the U.S. to play like any any team now because they like, probably think it's all all a cakewalk for them. That's just not that's not the hitters that that we have on this team. The what they're showing, it's just not when Mike I when mean, I see Mike Trout strike out like three times already in this in this classic. You, like I'm telling you, it's probably because these guys are realizing that they have. The, probably the best lineup in this tournament, if not of all time, for the World Baseball Classic. They probably think, okay, if I'm fucking up, someone's gonna pick me up back there. But it's, it's someone's gotta someone's gotta start picking it up because honestly, it looks like every other team playing in this tournament not only looks like they're having more fun than the U.S., but they also looks like they're playing with so much more passion and enthusiasm. No it's, one's enthusiastic it, on the U.S. It's incredible, and like look at this, like last night. Mookie, 0 for 5. Goldschmidt, 1 for 4. Arenado, 0 for 3. Alonzo, 0 for 4. Like, I just don't understand. These are the best hitters in the world, and they're just not playing like it. And I hope to God that they can turn it on, because if they don't, they're going to blink and get bounced from this fucking tournament, and I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, I probably won't watch too much more of it. If they get bounced, I'll be like, I don't, I don't even know. Are always on Ken Griffey Jr. hitting coach? Uh, fired. Fire Ken Griffey Jr. Fire Ken Griffey. I Jr. don't even know. Like, it, it, you look at this coaching staff too. Like Andy Pettit as a pitching asked. coach, Ken, Ken, Ken Griffey Jr. as the hitting coach. I, I don't, I, don't, I just Griffey don't understand asked. how they're not hitting. Is Ken Griffey ass? I don't think so. Mm, it's definitely not out of the question now. 
you know, I, I do think like in the Great Burton game, I get it if the, if they didn't tee off on Great Burton because even after the game, Mike Trout came, they asked him about the pitching and he really said like, it's just not what they're used to. They're used to guys going out there and blowing a hundred miles an hour and Great Britain, they didn't see anything pretty much above 88. So right, I understand. Like you're a pro like, hitter. Like you should be able okay, to still but, hit that. Yeah. I don't think that's, a, I don't think that's a good excuse. All right, bro. You think it's a good excuse? I think it's an excuse for like one game. Like I get that. Like I understand that makes sense. I'm used know, to hitting man. a fucking hundred miles an hour. Make and then the you're getting eighty-eight. This is what you yeah, do for a living. It, the, the adjustment's different. It's such a different adjustment because you're not just adjusting from hundred to eighty-eight. You're also adjusting from ninety to seventy-five on the slider and. Like it's it's so different, and and I get I that. Know. Like they still were able to score six runs. It's not like they didn't hit the ball at all. No, I know, but I think that's just a poor excuse from him. Okay, I mean, if you're supposed to be the best baseball player of all time, you can't. Uh, Eleven miles an hour difference throws you off that much that you're going to go for four, and you're going to blame the pitching for it. Why are you getting mad at my dad? Oh, I thought you said Mike Trout. No, no. Yeah, I I did say Mike Trout. So he's your dad? Yeah. He's all of our dads. Are you kidding me? He is not my dad. He's the father of baseball. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. It's the greatest to ever do it. Might be the greatest to ever do it. It's not it doesn't make him father of baseball. Well, it makes him the father in my mind. Okay, fair enough. But he sucks right now. No kidding. I'm preaching to the fucking choir over here about I it. just don't – like they literally made Patrick Sandoval look like Clayton Kershaw. I'm not kidding. I, I was like, who the hell is this guy and why? Joey Manessis too. Who the hell is that? The first baseman from Mexico. He's on the Nationals apparently. Two home runs last night. Yeah. The guy's going crazy. There was a guy who uh, – I don't know his name – but he was signed. Oh, um, let's see. There was a guy on uh, Nicaragua's. I, I can. I, that, that's a tongue twister for me. Uh, team who struck out Soto, J Rod, Endeavors, and then the Tiger signed him today. Really? Yeah. That's how crazy this that could happen. That's that's an actually nuts. No, it's it's actually nuts, and it's it's it was in the ninth inning too. Shut down ninth immediately. Tiger sign him. So I'm telling you, we we had this conversation last week about how like this is a te- technically a tryout for a lot of guys on some of these uh, teams where they're not signed. Yeah, it is, especially because it's more of a playoff atmosphere. Like, I feel like it shows a lot more than them just playing regularly or, or someone seeing tape or, or something like that. You know, it shows a lot being able to pitch like that under these circumstances in a mm-hmm. tournament like this. So, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens as we keep moving through the motions here in the World Baseball Classic. Puerto Rico's already up 2 nothing on Team Israel. Yeah. And Puerto Rico it, lost. Uh, they they kind of got... They kind of got worked yesterday by Venezuela. Venezuela, like that Salvador Perez home run, 
So sick. So Sabo sick. Perez strapped them on his back yesterday. He went like four for four. I think Team Venezuela might be my favorite team. I think they're my favorite team. They're so exciting. There's it like I've I've watched both their games and they were the, probably two of the most exciting games of baseball I've ever watched. But then Puerto Rico is cool. The Dominicans. I do is like. Cool. I I do like the that pool Puerto D Rico the, has all bleached hair. Pool D is like such a fun pool to watch. It's cool. It's the cool pool. It is the cool pool. Two pool for school. Exactly. Son. I wish Team US was in it. That would be sick. But yeah, I mean we we have we have plenty to worry about in ours. I don't think I don't know. We would probably we would be in danger right now the way we're playing. We'd be in danger of losing three games. Yeah, in that pool. Yeah, they're they're dude. They're they're playing like shit. Like I don't I. Don't even know how else to explain it. They're just—they're not playing well. Yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's definitely. Uh, oh, it's definitely—it's definitely not great. How about those? Uh, we were talking about this when we were watching the game on Saturday night. Those uh, those Great Britain jerseys in like Times New Roman font. It actually—it literally looks like they had to get jerseys at the last minute. They're bad. And I thought that was the case. Actually, like I figured that was the case when I first saw them. And then I like looked it up and no, they wear those all the time. They wore them to the qualifier. What oh, the really? What are they? Yeah. Like that's, those are their jerseys. They didn't even just make them new for the, the classic. Like those are their jerseys. That's the dumbest shit ever. I feel That's, bad. I would not even want to play on that team if I looked at the jersey. Like, don't the players have any kind of say or something? If I was like Harry Ford, I would look at that and I would be like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, like the fact that they have like the they have they have so much to play with 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 the uh, the Union Jack flag. They have so much to play with just in general. The whole like they could have like this like their flag objectively is sick. So like. Do you know how much you could do with that on a uniform? I could make this yep. better in five minutes. And unfortunately, they have Word document fonts. Yes, and yeah, that's it. Not mm-hmm. nothing else. That's it. Oh, so uh, I guess we'll. I guess we'll, I guess we'll wait and see. When does pool play wrap up? Pool play wraps up like Wednesday, Tuesday. I Wednesday. Okay. And let's see. Pool D and Pool C winners play Saturday. Yes. Friday and Saturday. So Thursday we'll have a uh we'll have a lot more information on essentially who we think is going to the finals a week from tomorrow. It's a quick tournament, dude. It's a quick turnaround. I'm, but like it I'm excited. What's crazier about that is wrap this tournament up next week and then a week later, opening day. Yeah. It's really and close. Even better, March Madness is starting this week. March Madness is starting this week. Can we talk a little bit about that? 
We can talk a little bit about it. I know you haven't done your bracket yet. I just did mine before the show. Yeah, I'm probably going to do mine tonight. After I'm, this. Uh, I don't know. It, it's tough. There's no nobody's dominant this year. So like college basketball was weird this year, where like there's no one team where it's like this no, team is definitely going to win. There's honestly about like eight to ten different teams that I could see making the final four this year. Realistically, I think there's like ten to twelve teams that could actually win this, and usually you could say there's like four to five. I one team that I immediately really like is I really like Miami because they were they returned pretty much everyone from last year's Elite Eight team. Yep. So I really like them a lot, but it's I don't know I I just have like this really weird gut feeling that there's gonna be like a. We don't get a lot of 16 beating ones, but I, I have a feeling that this could be the year. I don't know. Like you said, it's just college basketball isn't as top-heavy as it usually is. So I really think that like a blue blood could go down early on in this tournament. I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of upsets, obviously, just because yeah, it's so it's so even. Across isn't there a the thing that's field. like if you chalk, like chalk, if you chalk your bracket, it's like. I don't know. I forget like the like the um, the statistic I saw one time, but I'm pretty sure like if you're in a bracket tournament or whatever, and you chalk your bracket, your odds are so much better to win. Why you heard about what? Why? I'm gonna look this up. Uh, let me see. You should stop reading stuff on the internet. Yep. Uh huh. Jake, did you do your bracket yet? I did. Yeah. Who do you have winning? I have the criminals winning. The criminals? No, come on. <laughs> I do. I mean, what's your final they, four? What's your final four? My final four is Bama. Um, I know it's Bama Marquette. In Arizona. Fuck Marquette. Fuck Marquette. No, no, no. It's Bama, Marquette, Houston, and Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. I, I read some stats. There was like basically every year there's like a seven-plus seed in the Elite Eight or something like that. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. All right, so there's this guy did. I saw it on Reddit. This guy did like a okay, a, yeah, a, so an it's analysis from 1985 to today when 85 when it expanded to 64 teams, and it was teams seeded five or higher. And he was talking about in the Sweet 16, and the amount of teams that are seeded five and below far outweigh any team five and five, seed five and above. For for making the Sweet Sixteen, so he went. He he has his whole like fat paragraph, and it goes on to say that like statistically with ESPN tournament challenge brackets, if you chalk, you're more likely to have a higher score than not. Which it doesn't make it would be hard because like obviously in like the tournament challenge, you only get one bracket in most like groups. So it would be difficult to like say like oh I'm gonna enter a group just to pay to chalk, but like it sets you up for like an automatic top five finish essentially, and then you just have to pray for the least amount of upsets possible. 
Yeah, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, that was something that you definitely like read on the toilet. And no, I, like, it's just Reddit. I get, mid- I get into at, like midnight, just like doing nothing, like an <laughs> idiot. No, I mean, there uh, you you always do stupid research when it comes to March Madness time. Like I've been really into you know my March my TikTok page is just all March Madness shit now. Uh, yeah, and every, everybody's everybody's telling me the sleepers and shit, but I, I I did watch one TikTok and I I fully fully got in on it and it was just telling me stats. It was like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, dude was, I can already, on, I can already hear these videos. Let me pull it up. 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 I can already hear these videos, dude. Okay. Okay. Ready. Texas uh, Southern is going to win their buy-in no, game. No. 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 No, Here's it's why. not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. Okay, ready? It's just giving you – it's giving me trends from past March Madness. 100% of cha- of national championships cha- – national champions since 2002 have been a, a top 40 offense and a top 22 defense. Oh, here we go. Ken Palm. Fuck him. It, it's true. 100% of the national champions since 97 are located on the east side of – United States. If you put a line straight down the middle of the United States, it, the east side, since 1997, no California schools winning this year. Sorry, UCLA. Okay, can we talk about how, like... Can I finish my stats? Holy fuck, dude. Go. You're always interrupting me. I'm trying Go. to talk about stats. Tell me about your Ken Palm stats. Bro, 100% of national champions since 2004 were ranked top 12 in, in the week six A people. 100% of champions have been able to dribble a basketball. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? It's just like, what are these stats you're reading off to me? What do you mean? They're Keep trends. Going. Okay. That one, no, that's not one of them. Past five champions have been number one seed. Uh, that was it. Those are good stats, bro. Those are good stats. I I literally picked an East Coast team just because of the one about the United States. I don't think I, I UConn typically doesn't make it out of the first round. Well, I have them winning it all. You have UConn winning the national championship. It's the fucking year, bro. I've been telling. I've been saying this since before the year started. I've been saying this since before the year even started that UConn was the team to beat this year. I don't know, man. I don't know. This this would be such a funny game for Rick Pitino to pull off. Shut up. No way. Dude, I, we literally just watched Iona play a tight game with Marist. I mean... It, it Shut up. Doesn't necessarily... Okay. I, you're, you're, you're talking a lot. You could have your... I'm just saying, like... You realize a lot I'll of give you one hundred dollars. I'll give game. you one hundred. I'll give you one hundred dollars. Okay, fine. I'll t- <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying Iona's gonna win. I'm just saying like the whole country is looking at this game and saying, "Holy shit, this is a trap game for UConn." How is that a trap game? Please tell me how. Because they're playing Iona, the 13 seed. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? They play they in the MAC. Lose this game. It, they always lose in the first round. What are you missing here, bro? 
UConn, you know how many times I've heard UConn should make it out of the first they round? They always lose in the first round. Okay. They have fucking three national champions and championships in the last like 15 hold years. Hold on. They always lose in the first round. I tweeted to High Noon on Saturday night. I said the grapefruit High Noon reeks of VO. And High Noon just tweeted back at me, yo, these are not the vibes. We definitely want to hear more. Please hit us up. The fuck? It's true, though. They do smell like BO. I know, dude. It makes no sense. None of the other ones do, just the grapefruit one. No, but it really does smell like BO. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not the vibe. That's why I hate them. That's why I don't like the grapefruit ones, because they no. smell so bad. <laughs> not kidding. Um. All right. Besides that, who do we like for the final four? Jake already gave his. Uh, mine is pulling it up. I have Alabama, Duke, Texas, and UConn. I like honestly. I like Kansas a lot. I hate Kansas this year. Like I could not hate them more. Uh, I like Kansas. Kansas is good, man. I like Kansas. I like Purdue. I got Purdue losing in the round of thirty-two. Do you really? To Memphis. Memphis is a solid team. I just think I Purdue know. is there's, so there's over. So there's many so there. If Zach, if you can just lock down Zach Eady, you're do you win? I think Indiana. Can, I think Indiana can make the Final Four. I think. Wow, we have complete opposite takes on pretty much everything. I think Indiana's terrible. Mm-mm. I think they're very good. We'll, so we're going to find out who's right because we're, we're on the complete out. opposite of pretty much everything. We're going to find out. Uh, let's let's move back into baseball quick. There was some some signings and some injuries that happened over the weekend. Corbin Carroll? What did he get again? It was like Yeah, eight. that's Corbin Carroll, that's the big one. 8 years, 111 million. Yeah. Uh it, it, it's structured in a interesting way. You know, he's making a million this year. And then he'll make three, then five, then 10, then 12, and then 14. Maxing out at 28 for the last two years. And then he's got a club option in 2031. I think it's a great contract for the Diamondbacks. I think it's great. If you, it shows that they, they want to get better, honestly. And it shows that they think that with the young core that they have coming up, that they can do it. I mean, I've been watching Alec Thomas play in this World Baseball Classic, the young outfielder that's going to play next to Corbin Carroll out there, and he looks phenomenal. And they just locked down Carroll for eight years. They don't have to worry about arbitration. And I think the absolute best part about this contract is that by paying him this early after 32 games in the in the league so far, he's got 32 games under his belt. Yeah. Paying him this much money that early – I think when he becomes a, a free agent at age 29 or 30 or whatever it is, he will look back on that and be like, why would I not re-sign with the Diamondbacks? They've treated me well. They paid me when I was young, and they'll do it again. So, I mean, I think it's a good deal for the Diamondbacks. Obviously, if he doesn't pan out to be who he thinks they're going to be, it, we're going to say it sucks, but hindsight's going to be twenty twenty, no matter what. I think it's good to lock him down very early. Those two last years, he might be getting overpaid. If, if he's not hitting the ceiling that he's supposed to hit, he'll probably be getting overpaid. 
But the good thing about Corbin Carroll is that speed is always going to play and good defense is always going to play, and that's what he has. So if the bat doesn't come along like they want him to, he'll always be a an elite defender and he'll always be one of the fastest players in the league. Yeah, and not to mention the fact that it shows it shows initiative on the Diamondback side that they're not only ready to spend for their future, but they're able that they're excited to retain their young talent. And they're able to do so now. It looks like they're ready to, to to dish out some money, which we haven't really seen the Diamondbacks do in a while. Yeah, it's exciting. If you're a Diamondbacks fan, you're thrilled right now because th- this is just uh, this is great. This is a great signing. I haven't really seen you, the Diamondbacks make a headline since that like JD Martinez trade in 2017. They haven't really done much besides draft Corbin Carroll. Yeah, honestly, it's like they don't really make much noise over here on the east coast too often no they don't and they they clearly want to and corbin carroll is going to be a huge part of that he is their centerpiece for the next eight years yeah i mean i don't want to say there's a lot of pressure on the guy this year but the organization's pretty much handing him to the keys of the kingdom at this rate saying we kind of we want to build around you yeah and 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 like I said, he he's the perfect player to build around. When you have he's the five glove tool. that he ha- that when you have the glove that he has in center field, that that doesn't skip a beat from AAA to the majors. The bat is what happens, but the glove is always going to be good, and the speed is always going to be good. And to have those two tools already there, the bat is just going to be such a plus. If he's a, if he's an average hitter, if he has a WRC plus of a hundred this year and is complete league average, he will still be an above average player because of that defense and because of his crazy speed. He'll probably probably still forty bases this year. Right, they're banking on the fact. I mean, obviously, I mean, just from the pure size and length of the contract that they're willing to get weight through these growing pains with him. But looks like their from their opinion it looks like the 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 light is bright at the end of the tunnel and after this adjustment to the major league level it, it looks like you know he'll be able to according to them produce at a pretty uh pretty high level warranting a multi-year contract worth over 100 million so we we'll wait and see but i'm expecting big things this year from Corbin Carroll I am too. Uh, I mean, I'm expecting rookie of the year, and I'm expecting him to just come out and. I might get him on fantasy, honestly, just for stolen bases. It, it's a, a very, very solid idea. Yeah. He is going to probably be the stolen base leader at the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, a little more news. Uh, Quintana out for three months. Believe that shoulder. Double check that and fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it's a shoulder issue. Uh, stress, oh, stress, stress fracture in his ribs. Okay, um, it's kind kind of whatever. I mean, I'm I'm used to it at this rate as a Mets fan. Marte got hit in the head on Saturday. Excuse me, yesterday he got hit in the head Sunday. So, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing really to report on in Metland. Go Mets. Anything on the Red Sox front? No, nothing too bad. You know, everybody's still working back, and we're looking good. We're looking good, man. I mean, we went 11-0-3 in the first 14 games of spring training. 
lost a couple now, but you know, everybody's playing in the world baseball classic and stuff that's going to happen. I'm excited for this team, man. You know, Yoshi, I'm watching Yoshida play for team Japan. He's looking phenomenal. And seeing Chris sale pitch is just, he looks like old Chris sale. I mean, he got up to 96 the other day, five strikeouts and three innings of work out there in his second start in spring training. So it's it, it's all smiles over here. I couldn't be more. I am captain positive this year. I like I'm gonna be it. so positive that everyone is going to be like, "Holy shit, this guy's incredibly positive," and I'm going to be like, "I know I am." Uh, Trevor Bauer, one year, four million dollars contract plus incentives with the Yokohama Dene Bay Stars of the NPBL. Yep, I think that's. I, I think that's I'm honestly, yeah. I'm honestly surprised, but I, I mean, I guess ML the owners and GMs just didn't feel like the publicity was worth it. There was definitely not enough interest, or at least serious interest, within Bauer to probably have him bank on a contract. This is definitely just a one year. Let's go over there. Let's prove ourselves that we could pitch at a professional level again after more than a year off. So he'll go over there. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure we'll just see yeah. what we what what we're used to out of Trevor Bauer at this rate. Yeah, I Lots mean, I, I mean, I hope, I hope we see old Trevor Bauer come back eventually. He was fun to watch, dude. When he was good, like he was honestly one of the more entertaining pitchers that we've had in a while, just because he was very, uh, he was he was a showboat on the mound, and that was fun to see. He was, and and he really didn't really give a fuck about what anybody thought about him, and he just went out there and pitched, and it was phenomenal. That Cy Young season was in, just incredible pitching, and he'll go over to Japan, see if he can figure it out after two years not on the mound, and if he can figure it out, then next year we could be having a different conversation about which MLB team is going to pick up Trevor Bauer. So you never know. I mean, I'm sure he'll be one of the best pitchers in Japan, so yeah. We'll see what happens. Is there any news that I'm missing out on, or do we pretty much cover every front here? I was going to say, I I, th- I think we covered everything. Should we get into some picks then? I think we are allowed to get into some picks right now. I would like to get into some picks. Powered by Riverside. All right, picks All right. for Tuesday, Tuesday, March 14th. Zach, who do we like? All right, you know, we got to get a little crazy every once in a while. Let's get fucking wild. Should Everybody knows, n- please, please never do okay. in front of anyone, especially women. Uh, Yeah, we're going to get a little crazy because, you know, why the hell not? We're going to go to the NBA. I have not Whoa, yet to give an I've NBA pick. This guy, I haven't heard those words out of you before. I'm about to give an NBA pick. The Toronto Raptors minus one against the Denver Nuggets. I have no 
no idea why Toronto is favored in this game. Denver is great. They have Jokic, so they have to be good. So Toronto minus one, Vegas knows something. That's my pick. It's probably going to hit because I am the best. Uh, I'm taking Pitt over Mississippi State tomorrow. Don't That's really a great know. Pick. I don't really That's know why, pick. but I, I I have a feeling. I mean, I know the SEC was strong this year, but Mississippi State didn't really play well in conference play, and Pitt really dominated ACC conference play this year. So I feel more comfortable taking Pitt over Mississippi State. That's a great pick. Thank I have you. them going to the round of thirty-two. Ooh, 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 go go go, Pitt, go Panthers, Jake. That was probably a really good pick because I was almost going to pick Mississippi State, which there you go. Um, but instead, I'm going to go <laughs> AM Corpus Christi minus four tomorrow. Ooh. They have a really cool name, <laughs> Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Chris Christie, you know, the governor, the fat guy. <laughs> Is Corpus's brother? <laughs> Corpus? Is Corpus Christi Chris Christie's brother? Mm, maybe. Who's Corpus Christi? Is that a place? In Texas. Uh, do you ever think that one day we're going to say something really stupid and people are going to make fun of us and it's yeah. going to be on the internet forever? Probably. I kind of hope that happens because then people will probably listening. get a lot of listeners <laughs> should i just money? say something like really controversial sure okay ready i'll say it first i'll say i have something okay I have something. okay i have something i have something all right go ahead go ahead go ahead you should be pouring the milk before the cereal dude wow that was crazy controversial we're cancel me views cancel me <laughs> all right roulette spin let's make money we're not gonna we will we're not gonna we will we will so what are we doing if we win are we just gonna like put it to the uh maybe the uh, Riverside subscription probably yeah <laughs> just gonna so we're just gonna keep feeding the addiction pretty much essentially but didn't we say we're gonna do something else once it hits i don't remember we're each gonna pick a number oh once yeah once it hits we're each gonna pick a number oh we don't have a number what do we have a number oh we didn't okay let me ask siri hold up pick a number zero through 36 oh can you call jmo too Pick a number zero through thirty-six. I hope it wasn't twenty-eight because it just hit twenty-eight. No, it's thirty-four. All right. Yes, I can also call JMO. I have to ask him our question. If it's illegal to eat and drive, like it's like the same as texting and driving. Nope. Oh, that's the wrong person. Let's see if he answers today. Jake. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs> He's run all in. We're gonna do eight bucks in this thing. No, we rejected it. Why? I don't know. If it, oh my god! I swear, if this is thirty-four, if this is thirty-four, I'm gonna freak out, Jake. 
No, 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 no. Oh my God, that's 14. We got part of it. Now 34. Jack Morris doesn't. He doesn't want to talk now to us. Now 34. You Jake, did you put eight bucks on this? Yeah, well, that's what I had in the account. Oh, fair enough. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the rule that's been 34, 34, 34, 34. It's so not happening. <laughs> it's, no it's, shot. It's going to. It's no. so not there happening. There is zero chance that so it's going to happen. It's so not happening. Let's see. Where's 34? Is it cold? Thirty-four. Oh, it's so cold. What's the coldest number? Oh my god. Good. That means we're due. That's it. Oh, so close. It was oh. close. Oh well. Oh well. Well, another week, another loss. Yeah. Who's surprised? Not me. Not me. Yep, not me either. All right, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thanks, you. Oh my god, can I talk? I don't have to. Thanks, guys, for listening. And oh my God, Chris doesn't. Round of applause. Round of applause for Chris. I made it a whole show without having to pee. Made it a whole show. I drank a whole bottle of water. Hopefully, we get. Hopefully, we get our recurring guest JMO on the podcast on Friday to ask him our top questions. If if said two episodes, we've tried to get him on, he hasn't come on. (laughs) Well, he will. He will eventually answer his phone. One day he will you answer will his phone answer. and then he will become will a recurring guest. Us. You will answer he us, will. JMO. Yes. All right, everybody. You're one day closer to opening day. I'm stealing that from Zach. That was rude. Bye.